Hey, what's up, everybody? My name is Dante Evans. I'm uh, back at it today with uh, Dante with Evans Speak. Uh, this is Victory Sun- Victory Monday for the Cleveland Browns, and they they did a great job yesterday. Can't really complain. I'm a huge Browns fan, has always been a Browns fan my entire life. Born and raised here in Cleveland. And I was a Jackson I'm a Jacksonville Jaguar fan too. Became a fan of theirs once the Browns left in ninety uh five, but I'm also a Browns fan and I they're doing what they supposed to be doing. I mean, they split with Baltimore. Hopefully, they split with Pittsburgh this year. And the thing, I mean, the thing about it is with everybody saying, a lot of people saying the Browns aren't the team that they're supposed to be this year. I mean, they really, they they aren't. I mean... They're not the team that everybody expected, you know, to be as far as the talent that they have. Everybody expected them to be above 500 or more above 500 than what they are right now. But a lot of people don't realize, like, it's okay. I mean, they're... A, they're still a good team. They just, I mean, just injuries and a lot of stuff going on that is out of their control, you know, and stuff, and they're dealing with it the best way they can. They're 7-6, doing great, and they remind me a little bit of the Baltimore Ravens of 2000. And they're they're on that same path that the Ravens were on going into that 2000 season. Because remember, for all my uh, football fans, remember the Cleveland, I mean, remember the Baltimore Ravens at the end of the, the 98 season. Going into the 99 season, first year the Browns came back, remember the Ravens hired Brian Biddick. He was the offensive coordinator for the Minnesota Vikings the uh, previous, what, three years? And remember in 98, the Vikings, they were the number one ranked team as far as offensive scoring. And if I and I believe I believe they still have the record for the most points scored in a season still. But yeah, remember I mean but yeah, in ninety nine, after the ninety eight season, Brian Biddick hired by the Baltimore Ravens. 
Trent Joffrey came over. Where? Because remember, he was. Everybody who remember, remember he was a he was the backup to Chris Redman. Chris Redman was the starter for that team for the Ravens, but he didn't pan out too well. And then here comes Frank Gilford as the starter for the 2000 season. And that team, what remind, I mean, what what puts me in a mindset of, I mean, what reminds me of the Baltimore Ravens with this team with the Cleveland Browns is the quarterback was decent, average. Because remember, Trent Joffrey, he was the number six overall pick for the Tampa Bay Buccaneers back in 94. And also, the defense was stacked. That that would really put that team over the top and had that team successful that year. And made, got that team to the Super Bowl, the defense. Because we remember... And I, I just looked at uh, cause I just looked at Trent Jeffrey's stats for the 2000 season. He, I mean, he only threw 12 touchdowns to 11, to 11 interceptions. So he didn't have a great year passing the ball. It was more so the run game and the defense, and that's okay. Okay, and that's why I've been, I tell people this year, like, look, they're doing what they're supposed to be doing. They're okay. The Browns, they may not be passing the ball for, for 300 yards plus every year, I mean every game, and it's, they're not. That's just the way, way of the land here in Cleveland. But also, like I said, remember, I mean, just look at the the receivers that Trent Joffrey had on that team. None of them were first round, I mean, first round picks receiver-wise. And none of them really was household names around the league. I mean, I'm just gonna name. I'm gonna name like the starters for. I mean, the starting receivers for that team. Patrick Johnson. <coughs> Excuse me. Quadre Ishmael, one of the famous Miss Ishmael brothers of the NFL. Uh, Jermaine Lewis. He was another guy. He was. And not only was he the shot receiver, he was the punt returner and kick returner for the Ravens. The the running back for that year, he was he was a rookie. Jamar Lewis. The and really the only household name receiver wise that was 
a veteran was Shannon Sharp. You, I mean, he was the veteran leadership of that team, him and Trent offensively. And then the defense, you had Ray Lewis, a guy who was cocky, arrogant, and just flamboyant. I mean, for real, he was he was loud and obnoxious, but he but in a good way. And he led the Baltimore Ravens defense, and it was one of the best defenses in history. And that what that what I see out the Cleveland Browns uh defense. I think this defense could be one of those defenses to where if they video I mean if they get together and have consistency I mean come together and have consistency each and every game def- I mean often Opposing offenses will be scared of them for real. Oh. Because, I mean, that's the same. I mean, because a lot of people say that about the Pittsburgh Steelers. Especially, I mean, especially now. People saying the Pittsburgh Steelers, nobody fears Steelers anymore. And they don't. Nobody. Is scared of the Pittsburgh Steelers anymore because they're not that hardcore smash mouth team anymore. And I just, but I just think the Cleveland Browns, once they get everybody, every piece, especially defensively, back together and they come together and just do what they need to do. And I said they've been doing what they need to do, but just do it co- consistently and all game. I they'll I mean they'll get to the Super Bowl next year. Really, they gonna be my. I mean they're my pick for the Super Bowl next year, guaranteed. I mean they they were my pick this year for the Super Bowl. I mean, they could still get there, but I—I I mean, they could still get there. They probably will surprise me this year. Cause I mean, well, I'm not surprised me because they were my pick to make it to the Super Bowl this year too. But it's just—it's gonna be a tough road because right. I mean, right now. The number one seed in the AFC is New England. Baltimore right now leads the division. So they could be the division champs. Kansas City uh could be in our in our way. So, but most, I mean, most importantly, it could be the three teams we could play 
in the playoffs this year is probably Baltimore again. If they win the division, Baltimore again, we could play, and we could see Kansas City and New England. But we gotta get if we don't win the division, we gotta get past the wild card round. Seriously. And I think we could win a division this year. Seriously. I think we could still win a division because we are seven and six right now. All four teams have two divisional games remaining. Mm-hmm. I mean all all four teams got two divisional games remaining. We got Pittsburgh and Cincinnati. Cincinnati got Baltimore and us. So Cincinnati, I mean, so that's gonna be exciting. Cincinnati and Baltimore actually play each other the day after Christmas. So those, I mean, whoever win that game, let's just say Cincinnati beat Baltimore. Baltimore will basically be out of a division race because they'll more than likely will be we will finish the season within a division three and three. So that means if that if that's the case of Cincinnati do beat uh Baltimore <coughs> the the last game of the regular season, Cleveland and Cincinnati, which more than likely will, will be uh, fraxed to Sunday night, that could basically be the division championship game. And I think the Browns could beat Cincinnati here in, here in Cleveland. So, I just, I just got my fingers crossed that we could do it, do it, that we could uh, win these last four games, or at least these last three conference games. Because the, the Raider game is going to be, fav- I mean, we're going to be favorite in that game uh, Saturday. I don't know how I don't know by how much, but we're a favorite in that game. So we could be, like I said, going into week eighteen. We could we could be ten and six along with Cincinnati. But yeah. I'm. I think this is gonna be a, a another year or two, where a wild card team will make the playoffs. I mean, not make the playoffs. Excuse me. Will make it to the Super Bowl. And I just hope it's creeping.
But yeah, I mean, but yeah, a comment I, I made earlier about just the, about the expectations of being a quarterback here in Cleveland. And just the disrespect we get here in Cleveland as far as our sports teams, especially our football team. It's like, if you, I mean, my thing is, if you are a quarterback here in Cleveland, especially a first-round pick, you are expected to be successful. You are expected to make the Pro Bowls each and every year. You are expected to win games each and every year. You are expected to carry the team on your on your back. And actually, I mean, and to me, it's like it can't happen. But here in Cleveland, this has always been a smash mouth running first football team. Well, not just football team, but franchise. It has always been that type of franchise. Even when I was younger, I I remember growing up looking at the football games with my grandfather, seeing uh, Kevin Mac Ernest, I mean, seeing Kevin Mac Ernest Biner, Seeing, uh, I mean, those guys were in the the 80s and in the early 90s before they moved. Seeing, uh, Eric Metcalf in the backfield. Seeing, uh, all those other running backs in the backfield playing. I mean, don't get me wrong, we have had some, some good quarterbacks. Here, Bunny Coles are Vinny Testavardi. We have saw we have had some great quarterbacks here. I mean, some great quarterbacks here, but it has always been a, a, the expectation of quarterbacks need to run and they need to have their team on their back. And to me, and I think a lot of fans here in Cleveland is okay with, I mean, with the teams, I mean, with the team being ran old school. And I think with these last four, I mean, with these last four games, we got it. I mean, with these last four games, we got it. You know, these last four games, I, I think we're going to win. I said, if we just win three of them, especially the AFC games, we'll be cool. But, yeah, I mean, I don't, I don't try to put pressure on I mean, I'm the type of fan that don't try to put pressure on the quarterbacks or 
team. I mean, after all the down years, this is still the the greatest team in the league. And they're they're one of the most unique teams in the league, for real. And a lot of people, a lot of people forget, also that the Cleveland Browns is one of the most winningest teams in all the professional football. Them and the Detroit Lions, but. The Browns are one of the most successful teams in all of professional football. They have eight—I mean, eight—world championships, four NFL titles, and they have the four championships before they came to the NFL in the All American Football Conference. And I could hear a lot of people like. I could hear, I could probably hear a lot of people saying like, "What is the? I mean, what is the All American Football Conference? All American Football Conference is the conf. I mean, is the first uh is a precursor to the NFL. Really, I mean, the NFL was already established. I mean, was there, but the All American Football Conference was a precursor to the NFL, and it was it predates the NFL. So yeah, I think it will. It could. They could be. I mean, we could be adding probably a ninth world title to our ranks probably this year or next year. Hopefully it's, it's this year. Because I guarantee you, I guarantee you, if this team win a Super Bowl, I guarantee you, as soon as, I mean, as soon as the clock hit triple zeros, this, this city is going to go absolutely crazy. I mean, y'all, y'all, y'all thought it was crazy when when the Cavaliers won the NBA title in 2016. Oh, just man, just imagine the Browns winning. But yeah, I mean, Cleveland is a great sports city, but it's more so a great football city. And we need, I mean, and it has always been that way, will always be that way. Same thing with, uh, I mean, same thing with, uh, I mean, the team just is great, and it's, they probably going to need a few more pieces, and just get where I need to get.
And I think the Browns will be at that upper echelon as far as Super Bowls. And here's this, I mean, here's my pick for the uh, Browns and the Raiders Saturday. Here's, it's going to be the Cleveland Browns, and the score is going to be Cleveland 24 to 6. No, I actually no, 20, 24 to 17. And I think we'll, I mean, I think we'll put it out. And we will go, I mean, go on to Green Bay next Saturday and win that game. But that's all the time I have this week, or for, actually for this episode. Because I'll be back uh, later this week. I'm about to do start doing two episodes a week. I'll be back later this week. I'm uh, I'm gonna be talking about relationships, and I mean I'm gonna be talking about relationships next time. Talk to you when I talk to you. See ya.